at it. Collected by Point, and he works it ahead to Kalorn. The dish to Kucherov. Fired it right into the legs of Botman. Played across. Oh, what a save by Lack! Highway robbery on Brayton Point. A terrific glove stop. Oh, my. So I have a special guest on for today's show, and he's also a former New Jersey Devils goalie. That's all I need to say, so buckle up, everybody. It's going to be a very special episode. You're Locked On Devils, your daily podcast on the New Jersey Devils, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Alrighty now, what is up New Jersey? Welcome back to the Locked On Devils podcast here on the Locked On Network. I'm your host, college hockey play-by-play announcer and also Devils writer for the Hockey Writers, Trey Matthews. And I have a treat for you guys today. Didn't I tell you I would make it up to you guys somehow for missing a week worth of episodes? Well, joining me on today's show is a former New Jersey Devil goalie. It is the stork, Eddie Lack. So, Eddie Lack has played for four different teams. uh, The Vancouver Canucks, the Carolina Hurricanes, the Calgary Flames, and like I mentioned, the New Jersey Devils. Uh, He played with the New Jersey Devils organization from 2017 through 2019. However, most of his game appearances were actually in our AHL program, uh, now formerly called the Binghamton Devils. So while playing for the New Jersey Devils, he appeared in four games. He had a record of one and two. He had a goals against average of 3.18 and a save percentage of 9.03. So Eddie Lack has actually appeared in 143 career NHL games, posting a 56, 55, and 18 record, a goals against average of 2.62, and a save percentage of 909. Like I mentioned, he is known as a stork. He stands six foot four and weighs 187 pounds. And it's just a great honor to have Eddie Lack appear on the show. I've actually been trying to get him to appear for a while, but I ran into some conflict. But I'm grateful that he took the time out of his busy day to appear now. So what is he up to nowadays? Well, he's actually a real estate agent, and we're actually going to mention this at at some point during the interview a little later and let Eddie Lack's uh, experience just be a great lesson for you guys so after your sports playing career for any of my listeners who are athletes make sure you take the time to actually find something to fall back on after your playing days are done and Eddie Lack being a real estate agent that's actually a pretty successful career so the fact that he has had two careers in his short lifespan is pretty amazing and, and very admirable so like I said just great to have uh, Eddie Lack appear on the show, so we're going to be talking about his hockey journey, we're going to be talking about his Vancouver Canucks playing days, his New Jersey Devils playing days, uh, what is he up to at home, how's his real estate business going, and also, if you guys follow him on Twitter, you might have seen a few of his hilarious tweets uh, during the course of uh, this past season's playoffs, and also, if you do follow him on social media, you know that he's a big fan of a particular Mexican food, so we're going to talk about that as well, so I'm really looking forward to talking to the Stork and just having an open hockey discussion but before we do i need to give you guys the first live read this morning and it comes from betonline.ag so betonline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action baseball season is a full swing and you track all the action at betonline get all the latest news odds and info on all your sporting needs including mlb nba nhl and all of your uc mma action before the next pitch head over to betonline on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news sign up bonuses and contest information don't sell the sidelines anymore this is your chance to get into the game as teams are prepping for the runs to the playoffs in the mlb 
head to the website, use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit when you use the promo code Locked On. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts, and remember to check out our friends at Locked On Bets and when they give you guys all your betting needs there as well. And now the second live read will come from Built Bar. So, did you know that Built Bar has so many delicious flavors? There's something for everyone. When you talk to a Built Bar fan, they're definitely passionate about their faves. If you don't know the Built Bar flavors, well, you're missing out. There's coconut, cherry barcia, raspberry, mint brownie, double chocolate, salted caramel, strawberry, orange, cookies and cream, German chocolate. You know what my favorite flavor is? I love coconut. So, if you haven't tried all the flavors, you get a mix box where you'll get two of each of the nine flavors. Not only are Built Bars the best tasting protein bars ever, but they're super healthy as well. Check out these statistics. 17 to 18 grams of protein calories ranging from 130 to 180 only four to five grams of sugar and only four to five grams of net carbs amazing flavors all tasty all healthy so order today and get that grasshopper cookie or raspberry or whatever you like built bar was also the official sponsor for the u.s track and field team that is really cool so the offer is go to builtbar.com and use the promo code lock 15 you'll get 50 percent off your first order again use the promo code lock 15 for 50 percent off at builtbar.com okay i see a stork outside my window it's time to talk to former NHL goalie and also former New Jersey Devils specifically, Eddie Lack, as we have an open hockey discussion. So let's take it away. And now joining me via Zoom, he is a former NHL goalie. He has played for the Vancouver Canucks, the Carolina Hurricanes, the Calgary Flames, the New Jersey Devils. He is now a real estate agent based in Arizona, and he is also a former Arizona State University assistant coach. It's the stork. It's Eddie Lack. Eddie, thanks for joining me. How you doing? (laughs) <laughs> thank you trey thank you so much for having me i'm doing great i'm actually up in uh, colorado here we're escaping from uh, the arizona heat for a month so yeah we're we're we're, uh, we're really enjoying colorado here well uh hopefully you uh don't get bothered by the high altitude but then again you get scorching heat in arizona so i guess it's pick your poison but uh anyway so <laughs> Your, your nickname is the Stork due to your tall stature and long legs. But uh, who gave you the nickname the Stork? I don't really know. I mean, I think it was back in Sweden. Uh, my, I think it was probably like my second last year there. And uh, I just think that they gave it to me because of my long legs and everything. And, 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 and yeah, I mean, it's kind of stuck, stuck with me from, from then. All right. Well, you know, you used obviously your long legs and your tall stature to your advantage because um, I I read online saying that you use your size to look through traffic and you aggressively uh, challenged uh, shots and you also had really good lateral movement and balance. Do you want to add to that or is that pretty much everything uh, uh, in the ballpark? No, it was good. I mean, I don't know if I was that that good with the lateral movement movements and everything but i feel like i was just one, one of these goalies that uh worked hard and i always battled and 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 and, and, and yeah was uh, pretty good at re- reading the game so no i was pretty ha- happy with my career right and you played in the nhl for a good number of years and you actually have a pretty uh decent backstory but first i want to go back a little bit further where did hockey start for you in sweden uh, so I looked, watched uh, the Olympics in '94 when Sweden beat Canada in the final, uh, and I was six years old at the time. And I was just like, "All right, this is this is a sport. Gonna try. It looks so much fun." I mean, it was uh, 
the two biggest guys on that team was uh, Tommy Salo and uh, Peter Forsberg, right? And I just uh, fe- fell in love with 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 the game, and 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 uh, yeah, I I play play there uh, in my hometown until I was twelve, and then I just uh, decided that I may have 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 a shot at at, at uh, uh, playing professionals so both uh, me and my dad we moved to St- Stockholm where I had a chance to play on a little bit hot, higher level so yeah you played for your native land of Sweden uh unfortunately you did go undrafted in, in the 2009 draft but you signed with the Vancouver Canucks what was uh just that process like of uh, being undrafted but not losing hope on your NHL dream. Yeah, I just feel like goal, goalies take so much longer time to to uh, develop. And 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 uh, uh, when I was eighteen, I was pretty immature, and I didn't really like have a lot of muscle on me or anything like that. So I just knew that if I keep. Uh, uh, working hard like the nhl and everything is going to happen eventually right so uh, i wasn't too concerned about it but 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 uh, uh yeah then then a few years later uh vancouver came along and 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 uh signed me and it was obviously a come true so uh you were actually all rookie team for their ahl program in 2011 so uh, can you go in greater detail as that process of just standing out in the AHL and then getting your shot at the NHL level, like just just that process from being in the AHL to making your NHL debut? Yeah, it was cool. I I uh, realized that I signed when I signed with Vancouver because I wasn't really a star my last year in Sweden before I went over that I realized that I was going to play in the AHL for a few years and everything before getting the chance with with uh, Vancouver. So I just like took took my time there and I worked hard in the minors and 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 uh, kind of knew that if I did my part and I worked hard that I was going to get a chance eventually. And that chance did come about. So can you uh, just take us into the locker room? Like you're at the NHL level. Did you know when you were going to play your first game? Did you, uh, uh, were you just sitting on pins and needles? Can you just take us into that moment where you're just in the locker room and you're just about to hit the ice for your first career NHL game? Like what was that <laughs> feeling like? Yeah, no, I, I uh, knew that I was going to play because uh, my goalie coach then, Roland Melanson, he was just very good at c- communicating and everything. And I knew that uh, the first bat, bat, back-to-back games in the season um, uh, that I was going to play the second game. And uh, we were playing against Calgary away. And at that time, we actually had heart rate monitors on during the games and everything. And my strength coach told me after the game uh, that during the national anthem, my heart rate was like 185 or so- something. So uh, I was pretty, 
pretty nervous just going into my fir- first game and everything. But uh, we ended up winning in in overtime, and 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 yeah, just such such su- such a cool, amazing feeling. So you played uh, in half the games for Vancouver uh, during the 2013-2014 season, 41 games, and then once again in 2014 and 2015, and you guys actually made the playoffs, and you actually appeared in a couple of playoff games. What what was the atmosphere like in Vancouver? Because we all know how serious Canadians take their hockey, so it was just like I, I can't imagine the atmosphere. No, it was just cool. I mean – uh, the whole city was just like like uh, going nuts. I felt like, and and uh, I was fortunate enough to bring my dad over there, and my mom was there for a game game game, game as well. So yeah, it was just a, a super cool experience to to share with them. Okay, so I'm going to put you on the spot a little bit. So you obviously talked about uh, the atmosphere of playing in a playoff game. You talked about your NHL debut. Um, but I, I want to ask you, what other than those two experiences, what was your best NHL experience? I don't know. I have so many. I feel like uh, the best experience that I had o- overall was just like uh, the teams that I played on and like – the guys that I that I get to meet and and uh, everyone in and around the teams like uh, playing in the NHL was like just like I uh, expected it to be and it was like su- such a cool experience and I'm so ha- happy that I was uh, fortunate enough to do it. So, like I said, you played in the NHL for a while. You played for the Canucks, the Hurricanes, the Flames, and the New Jersey Devils, of course. And um, But after your career, you officially retired in 2020, and you became a goalie assistant coach for Arizona State University. Um, what was that transition like going from player to coach and just helping college players possibly uh, achieve their dreams uh, of going possibly to the next level? It's been fun. I mean, I feel like I have a little bit of uh, knowledge to to share, and 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 yeah, it's been fun. Like still being around hockey, it's been great, and 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 uh, the ASU program is just growing so fast, and with our new rink and everything that that's that's being built built now, and a top top ten. So actually, I do have a quick uh, note to ask you. Um, I heard that uh, you recently uh, welcomed a new baby into the world just a few months ago. So I just wanted to say congratulations. And I hope everything is uh, going well in that regards. Uh, to- Thank you so much. Yeah, everything's yeah. great. So yeah. how's uh, fatherhood treating you so far? It's it's uh, the most challenging thing that you can do, but I think it's the most rewarding as well. So. It's going great, and 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 uh, uh, we're all just happy. And speaking of something you also do off the rink, you became a real estate agent, uh, and you're based in, I believe, Scottsdale, Arizona. And I actually know a few things about real estate because my dad is in that business. But um, can you just go into uh, greater detail as to what you specifically do in the real estate business and what made you get into that uh, sort of industry? Yeah, so we do 
everything pretty much we do uh residential commercial and and and, and uh, uh we do a lot of rent rentals and everything thing as well so uh yeah i i real estate is just something that i've been interested in since since i was a kid um and and uh, through my playing days and everything it's just something that i've uh, invested in and everything like that so uh, it was a step that felt natural to me and 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 uh, uh, something that i enjoy doing especially since like you meet a lot of people and like you actually get to help people right so uh, that's what i like about it and speaking of investment, you have a love for tacos. Am I correct? Uh, your your favorite food, right? <laughs> true, true. Where did your love for for tacos begin, and like, what do you do with them now? Because I do you own like your own uh, taco stand? I, I believe I heard correctly. <laughs> so, so it started in Sweden, and me, me and my dad, we just had like ta- taco nights. Well, once a week and uh, that was my fa- favorite day of the week right and 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 uh, that was just like the more ba- ba- basic homemade ta- tacos and everything like that but then when I came came over here I realized that there's there's like di- 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 different sorts of tacos and different sorts of toppings and everything like that so yeah it's it's really uh, developed throughout the years, I think. Yeah, I, I, I too love, love tacos, and um, everyone loves a good uh, Taco Tuesday. So um, I actually want to, uh, uh, for, for my last few topics, I actually want to get back into hockey a little bit. So uh, obviously you've played with uh, four different franchises. Uh, both All four of them are successful in their own respective ways. And I, I always wanted to ask like a player this, but, you know, out of all the teams you've played for, out of all the organizations you've been a part of, uh, the good, the bad, who would you say was your best or it, your most interesting teammate to be around? Ooh, most interesting teammate. Uh, I don't know. I've been part of so many teams, uh, like like you said, and uh, there was there there was just so many characters on that first Vancouver team that I was on. It was Bieksa, Kessler, Roberto Luongo, Manny Milholtra, uh, Zach Kassian came up as well. So uh, Alex Burroughs. So uh, I don't think I can pick one, but uh, that Vancouver team was definitely the most interesting one. Well, everyone uh, loves a good Canadian team. So um, I, I want to fast forward a little bit. So obviously my show is Locked on Devils and you played a season for the New Jersey Devils. You also played for their AHL program, formerly now known as the Binghamton Devils. Um, what was uh, playing for the Devils organization like? And did you ever, ever have any interactions with Marty Brodeur? Because quite honestly, I believe uh, Brodeur is the best goalie to ever play the game of hockey so has he given you any tutelage or um did, did you have any interactions with them yeah yeah i mean uh, when we had that nhl premiere in europe and everything marty was there uh, the entire time and, and uh, i wouldn't say we talked a lot but i had uh, the pleasure 
of like talking to him a little bit and just like pick, pick his brain a little bit. So yeah, he's, he's uh, obviously one of the best, if not the best uh, to ever play. And yeah, I mean, it's, it's someone that I was uh, looking up to growing up. What would you say? Because uh, I, I, I saw your uh, biography profile on NHL.com and I saw you had a couple great saves with the uh, New Jersey Devils organization and also, you know, through good and bad. Um, and, you know, I think what I'm referring to the bad, I, I mean, that incident, what that happened with the Detroit Red Wings. But um, I want to focus more on the good. Well, even though your time with the New Jersey Devils was short, uh, do you have any like fond memories with the organization or whether it be the NHL level or the AHL level, uh, things of that nature? I love the organization. I mean, I... I think think that they're just good quality hockey guys in in and around the team. Like I think that the the fans are great. They're very pa- passionate about the game. <laughs> I I know that the, the, this has been a very long rebuild for everyone, right? But 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 I. I see the progress that this team is making and I see where they want to go. And like, I really hope that this is the year where they go back to the playoffs again, because everyone in and around the team just like serves it. So, well, uh, with the signing of Dougie Hamilton, Jonathan Bernier, another goalie, and um, also Thomas Tatar, I think we're heading in the right direction. I think Tom Fitzgerald is heading it uh, correctly. So uh, my final question for you is uh, I I saw your uh, quote, unquote drunk tweets over the uh, playoffs. (laughs) And, you know, I always, we at the locked on podcast network took notice that we thought it was hilarious. Uh, Can you just talk about that a little bit? And it kind of leads into, uh, I guess my major question is, do you have any updates with, um, an NHL team or like, do you keep tabs on a specific organization? Maybe it's one that you played with or maybe one that you didn't play with, but you know, grew up watching as a kid, like overall, like, you know, I, cause your drunk tweets uh, uh, tell me that you still keep tabs with the NHL. Yeah, no, I, I still like to uh, follow the NHL and like, especially the teams that I played for uh, they all have a, special place in my heart so uh, those, those are like the four teams that I cheer for uh, the drunk tweets is just kind of, kind of something funny that I do once in a while it's just uh, when you play in the NHL and you have a bunch of uh, social media people telling you what to do and like what what to tweet and what not not to tweet right so uh, now when I'm kind of uh, on my own and no one can really tell me what to do anymore so uh, I just try to have a little bit of fun, fun with it yep and th- that's what hockey is about or any sport in ge- general just having fun so Eddie uh, thank you for coming on to the show uh, where can uh, my audience find you so I am at Eddie Lack on Twitter and at Eddie Lack 31 on Instagram. So keep tabs on Eddie as he continues his real estate agent journey in Scottsdale, Arizona. And hey, if I'm ever looking for a house in Arizona, can I call you up? Yeah, yeah, please do. Let's do it.
All right. Uh, I'll, I'll keep that in mind. So once again, thank you to the stork for taking time out of his busy day. Uh, hope everything is well with you and your uh, newly formed family. And uh, overall, I just hope you have a great day, man. Thanks for t- taking the time. Thank you so much, brother. Have a good day. Hailing all the way from Sweden and having a pretty lengthy NHL career playing for uh, over a decade. Thank you to Eddie Lack for once again appearing on my show and just talking about his playing career, his coaching career, and also his uh post-playing career in terms of being a real estate agent. So I hope you guys enjoyed this interview. Once again, thank you to the stork that is Eddie Lack. Uh, The pleasure is always mine. In the meantime, that's about all the time I have for you guys today. Thanks for tuning in. Continue to stay safe and have a wonderful day, New Jersey. I will catch you guys in the next episode. Thanks for listening and go Devils.